there's something about wags that just gets people annoyed. Oh yeah, she's a lot. She's a lot. Whoa, Jesus. Today we're bombarded with content showcasing the lives of rich women, and fans enjoy the way cast members often get taken down a notch. But with wags, the wives or girlfriends of more famous men, especially professional athletes, there's a different level of criticism. Maybe it's because their success comes from achievements people feel these women didn't contribute to. And so when wags like Brittany Mahomes lean into the spotlight too much, they're told to know their place. Squirting champagne all over, all over the fans. In 20 degree weather. Go home. But is this all a way of demanding that women in the public eye be a little quieter and not get too dominant in sports? Here's our take on wags and what the hate they inspire tells us about today's moment. It's not every wag that draws hatred from the general public, but a particular kind of wag who people perceive as overstepping the bounds of what they should be allowed to do. Brittany Mahomes, wife of Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes, has become a top internet target for how over-the-top she is in her man's celebrations. Well, I'm cheering for the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Unfortunately, that means I'm on Brittany Mahomes' side. That sucks. Brittany has been called out for criticizing referees on her Twitter, over-celebrating at games, and getting into online fights with fans from other teams and even elected officials. I feel so bad about the irreparable damage that has been done to Patrick Mahomes' personal brand. This has spilled over into people calling her ugly and saying Patrick could do better. In a recent interview, she said, I had to change my phone number because people were texting me and harassing me and saying all these mean and hateful things. What's implicit here is that wags should be quiet take up less space, be supportive, yes, but not too loudly or obnoxiously supportive. A good example of this quietly supportive wag is Olivia Halsmacher, girlfriend of Bengal quarterback Joe Burrow. She doesn't get much abuse for her social media posts because they are mostly pretty pictures of herself cheering on Joe in an unremarkable way. LeBron James's wife, Savannah James, is also widely admired for her grounded, more understated presence and support of her husband. A good comparison of how wags should and shouldn't behave came in 2022 with the incredibly public spat between British wags Colleen Rooney, wife of DC United manager Wayne Rooney, and Rebecca Vardy, wife of former England international Jamie Vardy. When Colleen planted some fake stories on her Instagram feed to confirm that Rebecca was leaking them to the tabloids, she was dubbed Wagatha Christie. But in the ensuing libel trial, it was Rebecca who took the most blows. If you leak someone's information, now, that's not a nice thing to do, is it? We can agree on that, can't we? Yes, but I didn't leak anything. Not only did she seem guilty of the leaks, but more broadly, there was a sense that she was exploiting her proximity to world-class stars, courting the limelight in a way Colleen never did. Rebecca was seeking attention, sometimes by dirty means, while Colleen was simply trying to carve out an identity for herself apart from her husband as a modern-day entrepreneur. Of course, the real victors in that trial were the media and the public who ate up each new gossip drop as soon as it emerged. I don't think she's telling the truth. Because while certain wags might be seen as annoying, wag culture is becoming big business. And maybe for some people, that's exactly the problem. 
The term WAGS may have gone global now, but its first and most dramatic entrance into the public lexicon came in 2006, when the WAGS of the England football team threatened to overshadow their husbands' performances at that year's World Cup. Stars like Victoria Beckham, Cheryl Cole, and Colleen Rooney were a fixture of the tabloids for their late-night bar crawls and their glamorous appearances in the stands. With the likes of Victoria Beckham, Cheryl Cole, and Colleen Rooney descending on Baden-Baden, there was a media frenzy. But because that England team underachieved so much during that era, it was often the wags who got the blame. They were a distraction, a sideshow. They shouldn't have been there, or if they had to be, then they should have kept a lower profile. It was everybody's family and everybody's friends that were allowed to be there and Obviously, it became a real saga, didn't it? The presence and visibility of WAGs changes our relationship with their partners. We're used to seeing athletes as almost superhuman in what they're able to do on a court or on a pitch. But when we start associating them with a cheering partner, or worse, a messy partner who's all over the morning's papers, it colors how some fans see their performances. And just how bitchy does it get out on the pitch? Will one England player purposely refuse to pass to a teammate because his missus has got nicer hair? Really, this snobbery is an extension of the snobbery toward those deemed famous for being famous. This is reinforced by the fact that so many wags have found a home in reality TV franchises that already inspire that kind of criticism. Even some of the Kardashians have been sports wags, but interestingly, wags often get cast as the villains of the piece. Real Housewives of Atlanta wags Kim Zolciak-Bierman, Portia Williams, and Cherie Whitfield have all been cast as problematic, bitchy, or just plain mean. Kim is a pathological liar. The preconception that wags are desperate for the limelight helps turn them into these characters who are always causing drama with whoever happens to be in their orbit. Wives and girlfriends who are famous in their own right tend to escape this typecasting, as if because they have their own thing going, they're allowed to share in their husband's glories. Giselle Bundchen at times outshone her ex-husband Tom Brady, and many sided with her in their divorce. Fans don't take issue when Eric Decker's country singer wife Jesse James Decker celebrates her husband's wins. I would say your favorite this, moment are... is the overtime against the Patriots. And increasingly, many wags today already have a following before they date a famous player, like Perry Edwards, who was famous for her band Little Mix, and Alicia Lemon, who's also a footballer herself. Or else, they try to get their own thing after they're famous, like Cristiano Ronaldo's partner Georgina Rodriguez, who has over 40 million Instagram followers, starring in her own reality show. Ted Lasso invents a wonderful wag character in Keeley, who goes from dating one professional soccer player to another, but while she starts out as the famous for being famous cliché, I'm sort of famous for being almost famous. She eventually blossoms into a confident, empowered woman who's making good use of her many gifts. Aisha Curry, wife of Steph Curry, has done this well in real life, managing to come through with her charisma and personality to pull off her own successful projects. And Ryan Reynolds in Rob McElhenney's documentary Welcome to Wrexham about them buying a Welsh football club provides a funny twist when you have ultra-famous Hollywood actors Blake Lively and Caitlin Olsen becoming wags for a minor team. So overall, these distinctions people love to make between who's a deserving or undeserving wag, who should know their place, and who's allowed to take up more space are making less and less sense. Maybe a lot of us just envy the wag, because it seems pretty nice to get launched into this elite lifestyle through meeting a rich, successful guy on Orange is the New Black. When one of the characters hooks up with a basketball player, she feels like she may have hit the lottery. Check it out. Ooh. NBA? And we might wonder if there is something exceptionally savvy, smart, or magnetic about this person who managed to attract, support, and stay together with an ultra-successful performer in any field. As Chris Rock jokes about his ex-wife's share of the wealth he's made through stand-up comedy, My ex 
ex-wife is the smartest woman I know. She got just as much money as me. Ain't funny at all. But to dwell on the idea that a wag doesn't deserve winning this lottery is kind of absurd, because there isn't really any fairness or deserving when it comes to who gets to be obscenely wealthy at all. Sports are a soap opera packed with drama, intrigue, rivalries, narrative, and scandal. As much as any reality show, the birth of wag culture in the aughts was also the birth of shows like From Wags to Riches, Dream Team, and Footballers' Wives. And it's telling that the latter is enjoying something of a cult revival after being launched onto streaming services and hitting its 20th anniversary. This game's lonely enough if you're a wife. When the shit hits the fan, it is hell. You need us, darling. Shows like Basketball Wives, Baller Wives, and Wags Miami allow for drama unfiltered by actual extensive athletics while still existing in this interesting, exciting world of elite-level sport. Don't f with me and my family! But these shows have an interesting dual function, and that's to subtly change how women are seen in the context of sport. Traditionally, the role of women in men's sports is as supportive eye candy. Boxing has ring girls, football has cheerleaders, they are window dressing, whose role is really to fire up the crowd, and honestly, mostly just to look good. You better be able to fix my face. I have palm statewide in a month. You're a cheerleader. I'm a palm. Cheerleaders just jump around. But the wag has agency, personality, and maybe this is the real reason that loud, extravagant, space-filling wags are subject to so much hate. By not remaining in the background as eye candy, they become a reminder that sports in general are gradually changing to be less male-dominated. Women's sports are growing in popularity, and it's more common to see women as presenters and commentators, too. For a lot of men who've gotten used to sport being a space apart from women, that might be perceived as a kind of threat to what they've always known. What the f is this? It's our fantasy baseball draft. We said no wives. Wag culture also shines a spotlight on all the non-sporting things that make following a sport so engaging, which aren't typically coded as masculine. The gossip, the fashion, the celebrity, the feuds, all these things have always intersected with sports and are crucial to their popularity. Now, documentaries like Drive to Survive, the All or Nothing series, or Welcome to Wrexham have shown the appetite is there for sports content that isn't just about the sport. So maybe it's time to accept the ways this whole environment is expanding. The problem people have with wags is that they think they're just piggybacking off the success of their men. But how do these people know that the wag hasn't been a key part of helping their family succeed? What's that phrase? Behind every great man, there's a great woman? There are so many subtle and nuanced ways that a partner or spouse can benefit someone's overall life and career. Wags may be cheering on from the sidelines, but that cheering, that support, could be the marginal gain that gets them over the line. When I looked up there and saw you, it was just... Wow. At the end of the day, when Brittany Mahomes and others like her are taking up space or celebrating like they just won the game themselves, it's because, well, they kinda did. All those people that doubted us and hated on us and thought we were gonna lose this day, yes again! That's the take. Click here to watch a video we think you'll love, or here to check out a whole playlist of awesome content. Don't forget to subscribe and turn on notifications.